0: Hello, CityCast Houston listeners. On Fridays, we like to go through the news of the week. So I am here today with lead producer, Dina Kasba, and CityCast Houston contributor, Aunt Rochelle Dorsey. It's Friday, April 29th, 2022. I'm Lisa Gray, and this is CityCast Houston. Dean and Aunt Rochelle, let us talk about the week's news. Let's. Let's do it. Y'all ready? I, got some, oh. I got some for y'all. Okay. What do you got? What is the biggest story this week, Aunt Rochelle? So the biggest story this week, of course, we're all talking about
1: how high the gas is. But let me tell you what these two... I guess we could call them like Isaiah Carey says, uh, crazy ass crooks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh (laughs) Let me tell you what they did. Here we go. Here's the story. On April 24th, 2022, Montgomery County Sheriff's Office Deputy was dispatched in reference to a theft of fuel. Yeah. They observed the two vehicles matching one in the scene security footage they were pulling into a gas station. The occupants of the vehicle were identified, and both subjects were captured on security footage, stealing fuel from the same pump as the previous two nights.
0: Oh, I saw that. In two nights, they got, like. $4,500 Forty five hundred dollars worth of diesel.
1: Yeah, they steal it
0: without paying. Without paying. How, how do you do that? And that was the
1: thing. It's like, how are you? How are you doing this? Because remember, a couple of weeks ago, right here in H Town, they were. Pulling up and they were like siphoning the gas out of like yeah. almost the tank, if you will. And I was like, you guys, if you have that much clever sense and strategy to steal, get a job. <laughs> put it to better use. <laughs> get a job. Right? I mean, why do I mean that took yeah. do you know how much skill, the planning, the timing. I just really wish they would put these wonderful efforts into into the society versus taking
0: from Mm -hmm. it. Right.
2: True. Dina, what have you got? What is your big story this week? My big story is going to be that major two-year highway closure that's about to happen. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, the ramp
0: at 610 and 59. That's
2: a very hot ramp, and that's like a very hot spot. (laughs)
0: That is the worst bottleneck in Texas. I've seen the numbers. Y'all, that's about to be bad. They're talking
2: about two years. They're closing for two whole years. I I just, that's going to be a disaster
1: figure out how to do it in intervals instead of doing a whole two-year swap-out,
0: why well, they just yeah. can't take their time and do it? Well, how would you do that with a ramp, show like some Dukes of Hazard jump <laughs> you go up the ramp and then you get over the part that's not built? Lisa, I, mean, I don't do you? know. I don't work in that department. But I... <laughs> Let's leave that to the professionals. Right. We'll ask them. No, I'm just saying, why can't they
1: go? What? I mean, all of this yeah. space yeah. we have in Texas, they can't build the ramp somewhere
0: and then take a moment to put it together have you looked at uptown by the Galleria? there ain't, there's no room to like reroute traffic it is so congested <laughs> what
1: you thinking I have big dreams <laughs> <laughs> you can't reroute traffic no, out can't. to Brunno I mean, you know Look, listen this is this is why I'm over here on on the uh, podcast with child and not over there with them <laughs> <laughs> that ain't my, listen, not that ain't my ministry. Anymore. Okay, I'm not i I'm not an engineer. Nothing. I can run my mouth. That's it. They probably get on their nerves.
2: <laughs> you know, in addition to closing the ramp, the thing that's also like, ugh, cringy is that they're planning to also close that those southbound exit to Chimney Rock. For the weekend, like this weekend, but that's okay. just yeah. one weekend, right? I and mean, like that... that's like the worst time to close it. Like, can you close that's it at night point. when we're all like sleeping, and not the weekend when we're all out there shopping? They have to do the work all at once, right?
1: Dana, you sounded real bougie when you said that. Why can't you do that <laughs> while we're out shopping, girl?
0: <laughs> yeah, and I gotta say that the Galleria area and that intersection gets a ton, a ton of weekday of traffic. traffic because Y'all, people are is big, commuting huh? to work through yeah. that intersection. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I used to live over there. That was like one of the first things when I thought I was grown. I moved to the Galleria area. Honey, I got out of there quick too. Because that is... <laughs> <That's> a dreadful <laughs> that spot. That area... That's true. That's it true. is dreadful. Oh, it's the traffic? It yeah. Is, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. It's nonstop. Yeah. You know, like you say, like, oh, maybe at night it'll be a little better. Mm-mm, it's not. Always. It is all mm. the time. That's so good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. My big story, the one that made me really mad, um, is that this bunch of immigration groups are asking for a federal investigation into the Houston Asylum Office. If you are coming to the United States because you have had your life in danger in some other country, the first step is you go apply for asylum, and they do this thing called a credible fear interview. Mm. I think that's just the scariest phrase ever. And they Ask you, you know, why you need asylum in the U.S. And this bunch of groups, which is everybody from the National Immigration Project to the Texas A&M Law School, say that the Houston office is just terrible to these people seeking asylum. That uh, they don't tell their lawyers, that they've done some interviews with people in a language that the people don't speak, uh, that they're intimidating kids and people who've been tortured. And also they say that they are turning down people who, by the rules, ought to be allowed to like, you know, continue applying for asylum and not shipped back to their countries. Like there's a guy who says that in Senegal that he was nearly killed because people think he's gay. Hmm. Under U.S. standards, that's a credible fear. Hmm. And he should have been allowed to stay.
2: Yeah. I wonder how Houston compares to other cities or other states when it comes to asylum seekers.
0: They say that we're worse, which surprised me.
2: Oh, I'm surprised. Because we
0: are usually good on immigration stuff. And that was my question. And that's my concern
1: is, but what would be the motivation when someone is seeking your help? We as Houstonians normally embrace them. We put our loving arms around them. Maybe the did you ever think, or this is just my thought, maybe the people who are in these positions, maybe they're not from Houston. Maybe they're <laughs> from somewhere else.
2: I like that analysis. You know what? I, yeah. I'm with you on that.
1: Maybe they're just not from Houston. And I'm 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 really serious because it made me sad because we we are normally, you know, uh, the Lone Star State. You know, we are the big warm hug. Well, you know, hang, a whole lot of Texas is y'all.
0: mean as snakes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes, that's
1: true. But come not up. when somebody needs a helping hand, though, oh, you have know you what I mean? have
0: you seen that what we're doing at the border, Aunt Rochelle? Come on, okay. <laughs> we got guns. <laughs>
1: Here I am yeah. again being in my unicorn world, being my na- sparkles. Yeah, with the sparkles, you know. I'm like, wait, we love. Yeah, thank you for pulling me out.
0: You're right. I'm messing up your day.
1: Yeah, they messed up my day. You calling me. Listen, what what is what motivation? And this is where the bully tactic comes in, and where it's like, what happened to you in your life where you seeked out this job and then to use this someone, kicking someone while they're down?
2: I think a lot of it is also that narrative of not wanting outside people in yeah we we heard it a lot during trump's campaign when he was president we heard it a lot we saw it a lot right so i feel like this is just an extension of trying to preserve that and maintain it and in your position of power you're obviously going to exert that power
1: Mm, good point yeah I like that, Dina. Maybe it's, it's, it's a lot of weak people in power and that's coming, that's getting these type of results. Yeah. Mm.
0: I don't know yeah. what's behind it. All I know is that this is what those groups are alleging. So I'm going to be watching that one.
1: Yeah, that made me mad too, Lisa. Yeah. I don't like getting mad this early in the morning. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I I like that. <laughs> All
0: right. So let's move on then. What is the story you think should have gotten more attention, Antrochelle?
1: There's a story Mm -hmm. um, that should have gotten more coverage sooner. There was a young lady who is an entertainer, uh, Mm a beautiful young lady. She went to a um, a, a seedy dance club to ask for an application. She went in. She came out. She called an Uber. The Uber didn't come. A guy pulled up. She got in the car with him and they never seen her again.
2: Okay, so what's her name?
1: Felicia Johnson is her name.
2: Is this the one from San Diego? Yes. Oh, I oh, man, I've been following that. So here's
1: what's going on. Her dad had to come from San Diego to find his daughter. Yeah. So she's been gone now for, what, two, three weeks. And just now they're starting to get coverage. But they Mm -hmm. just and because her dad came from San Diego here, he hired an investigator. They found her cell phone.
2: And I believe the FBI got involved. That's like the latest they're taking on her case.
1: Yes, but look at how long she has been gone, Uh right? If you watch the first 48... you know, it is, you got to catch it quick, right? When they try to find, it wasn't until her daddy came from San Diego. He partnered up with Cornell X. He partnered up with a private investigator and now Houston police is looking into it. And now they're looking, like uh, Dina said, now the FBI is getting involved. Mm-hmm. We need to find this girl. Yeah. We yeah. need to find her. Mm-hmm. Something happened to her. I don't care what she was doing. We need to find her. People love her. She got family. And I feel like if we would have taken point from the beginning, Mm -hmm. this would have been over.
2: You know, I first saw that story on social media. It wasn't like broadcasted on news. It was like individual people that were posting about it. See, And so I definitely agree with you. It didn't get the necessary attention that it needed when it needed it, which was right when it started, right when it happened. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, Dina, what do you think should have gotten more attention this week? Um, This week, I would say it's kind of a positive one, I'd say. Um, The Houston Community College launched this 30 million resiliency operation center that's equipped with this 39-foot wide swift water rescue channel, a 15-foot deep dive area, and a 100-foot long rocky gorge of boulders that are above and below the water. All kind of with the idea of trying to help train first responders, construction workers, you know, business employees. Regular people, too, right? Regular people. To deal with it's floods. It's like I open to everybody. We all have to deal with flooding and hurricanes. So many disasters. Just thinking about yeah. it in the last, like, yeah, six years. That is good. So this is a huge thing. I mean, I wish I had that when I was, like, in school because it'll just be easier just to do it when you're a student. But To learn that? Yeah.
0: It also, like, seems like it'd be kind of fun. Yeah. You know? to <laughs> Go through all these, like, simulations. <laughs> to have, like, the fun parts of a flood. Yeah. Like, without being afraid you're going to die or get stung by a ball of fire ants. 100%. Yeah. yeah.
2: You know? <laughs> you're right. <laughs> oh, man. but I mean, yeah. they won't have any fire ants floating around to test people, but they will yeah. have, like, training vehicles and... Other simulations to try to kind of make it seem like it's you're in a disaster situation to help train people. So that's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, I like that. That is good. My underhyped, overhyped story. It's kind of both, mm-hmm. but there's an underhyped piece to it. Is the way that Fort Bend County went out and started trying to woo Disney World this week? <laughs> Did y'all see that? Girl. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, I'm, not ma- sh- I'm not mad. I'm not mad. <laughs> you're not mad at <laughs> them much.
1: I am a little ashamed. <laughs> Why? I think that you, I just,
0: okay, finish the story, Lisa. Okay, we'll see. I thought it was it was a little bit shameless of KP George, the <laughs> uh, Fort Bend County judge, to like go write this letter to the, to the head of Disney and say, hey, Florida is going to take away your special tax district. Come look at Fort Bend. Because K.P. George knows good and well that if Florida is going to mess with Disney over anti-gay stuff, that Texas is going to mess with Disney 100%. over anti-gay stuff. <laughs> He's trying to say, look, at Fort Ben, we're great. It's got some national play. It's fun. You know, the part that I thought did not get enough attention is the thing at the base of this story, which is these mm. special taxing districts. And you can make a real argument that Texas has yeah. way too many of them, like Florida. I mean, that was the thing that got taken away In Florida that, you know, it sounded like KP George was saying, hey, Disney, let's deal. We'll cut you a deal. You can come here and not pay any taxes and we'll build you the roads you need. Come on. So we'll see. But anyway. It's a fun story. It definitely is. Now, what's your thought, shell Okay. You think they should be ashamed? I
1: do. Like.
0: Like, don't well, beg. <laughs> yes.
1: Like, we. Come yeah. on. This just goes back to, like, we Texas, baby. <laughs> we them boys. You know what I'm talking about? So, like, why well, we gotta beg Disney? You know, we had our own amusement park. Why not
0: build for business? So own? what? You're saying that Splashtown equals Disney World? Come <laughs> I on, Antrachelle. I've been to them. Not Splashtown, <laughs> no. but we did have Astro World. Did past
1: tense, girl? Come on, we did. Yeah, you know. So let's do it again. You know, and yeah. it's, and it would be cool to have a Disney franchise, like that's cool. But I'm just like, uh, I don't know. I just, I just thought it was. We don't you know. need that mouse. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like we bigger yeah. than the mouse. Like we would have to change too many things <laughs> to be a part of the the happiest place on earth, girl. This real life. We it ain't. Keep that in Florida. You know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. All right. All right, Aunt Rochelle. What is your like moment of joy this week? You with the hearts and the <laughs> glitter in your eyes. Y'all. What do you got?
1: My man and my son came uh-huh. came to have lunch with me. I work downtown and I was like, "Hey, I really have been working a lot. Let's take a walk downtown." And when I tell you, we stumbled across a beautiful find that is brand new and it just made us all three of us so happy. It's called Solecita. It's Churita y Taqueria. Ooh, churros ooh. and tacos together, baby. Uh-huh. I, it was like, <laughs> it, it starts, it's at the door. Uh-huh. The churros are at the front door. It's in your face. And it's a beautiful patio mm. setting. And if you've ever seen a Vespa, uh, an Italian Vespa, they're making churros in like a, a, a Vespa truck. And
0: I've never, and I was like, hmm. "What is this called?" Oh, and wow! Just like a Mexico City kind of yes! thing where they would fry a hmm. the churro. They
1: fry the-, the churros. It's a it's a Mexican dessert <laughs> uh-huh. that is wonderful okay. goodness. It's like and when a, it's like a it long the, skinny
0: donut with cinnamon yeah, it's sugar. Like a, yeah,
1: with cinnamon sugar on it, and when you bite, it's mm. a little warmy, gooey. D- <laughs> good oh, it sounds
0: delicious it's so, good.
1: so, <laughs> so cool. you I'm eat so that hungry.
0: before you even get to order your taco
1: listen it's at
2: the dough <laughs> okay it's at the dough they and did that on purpose they put it there for you to enjoy yes
1: and I was like this is genius and then you walk inside and then you go see the tacos it is absolutely gorgeous it's only been there three months and they just opened the doors and it's called solecita it's 413 travis street you have to go. Mm-hmm. It's right next door to Frank's Pizza. So uh-huh. if you know where Frank's Pizza is. So right by Market Square. Square. Yes. Wow. They have these beautiful TV screens and they're getting them ready. They want everybody to come hang out at their patio. And they got lights. Nice. Ooh. When you do the lights, just the right way, it's just so romantic. <laughs> and I
0: love uh, it.
2: All right. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. Dina, what about you? What have you got? Um, I wish mine tasted as delicious as antrachelle's but it's still mm-hmm. a moment of joy <laughs> okay joy. we take joy where we find it right <laughs> two houston isd schools high schools were among the top hundred in america which honestly was ama- amazing to hear it was carnegie vanguard high school which was number four and then debakey ranked number 50 in the u.s excellent what HSPVA, where are they? Unfortunately, not on this list. <laughs> Kinder Performing Arts list. <laughs> they didn't make that they're, they're list. Right. They did they make the okay. list, girl. They okay. didn't okay. make. It. All right. I mean, I love those they two. Carnegie it. and
0: Becky yeah. are great. Amazing. I'm like shell I think Texas is great. Come on. Where's Where's the rest of right? them?
2: <laughs> <laughs> where the rest of them, man? I agree. Well, that's true. But I mean, this is amazing. Like compare like, two Houston schools on this like massive national list. That's a huge win. Public know? schools. Public schools. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's huge. Yeah,
2: major win. Yeah. For the students and the teachers. Yeah.
1: That's huge. Now, it's, there is a school that nobody even knows about. And I didn't know about until I did an event there at Microsoft. YWCPA, Young oh. Women's College Preparatory Academy in Third Ward. Wow. The public
0: all girls school.
1: When I tell you those girls changed my life. Oh, they man. have this rose creed that they say, and it brought yeah. me to tears only because this rose creed builds these girls up, gives them these positive affirmation. It tells them who they are. It tells them how to be right. And think about it. We as women. Have to normally find those things for ourselves, right? Mm. And then learn and and start saying these affirmations to ourselves. These affirmations are being born and bred in them at this young, tender age to where when they finally get our age, they're going to think back to that rose creed that now lives inside of them and say it to the oh my gosh, now that's a school. I
2: love
0: that. School. (laughs) And those my head is full of like 1980s pop
1: music. (laughs) (laughs) What
0: was I wasting my youth on?
1: I'm over here thinking about how to twerk tomorrow, you yeah. know, Lisa.
0: <laughs> if only we'd been shaped at younger ages. If we were.
1: That was my, and that's what moved me to tears. Had I had this yeah. creed mm-hmm. to say every day at those 12, 13, or 14 through 18, where would I be? Where would I be? I mean, I still be here.
0: After shell, could it be better than talking on CityCast Houston? Come on. I was like,
1: I was like that's what I say. I still would be here. You, <laughs> you got to watch still yourself here. here. <laughs> but I probably would own CityCast. Oh, I got
0: it. Do you see what I'm saying?
1: Like, I probably would own CityCast. Can't hear wink, wink. Don't send me an email. <laughs> All
0: right. So my moment of joy came... Houston Joy, it came in a weird place this week. It came in the New York Times because they did this story about this big national trend of drive-through Vietnamese food. Oh. The Bon Mi, drive through Bon Mi. And Shut up. half the examples are right here in Houston. And it makes perfect sense. Yes. Because we are a car city <laughs> and we have tons of Vietnamese immigrants. Yeah. But it's like this new generation, you know, like. The guy who runs Huey's in the Heights says that he's like combining his sort of Traditional Vietnamese upbringing, the food that he grew up mm-hmm. eating, with Chick Fil A—that's mm-hmm. you know, his model. He plans to be—he ch- plans to be the kind of like all the world guy that you want to be, Andrew. Yeah, I love it. That was my favorite part <laughs> of that story. <laughs> but I just loved realizing that there's at least four of these places. There's Huey's, there's Wee Bon Me in Montrose, there's Kim's pho and Grill and Tomball, and Tomball. You know what the heck? all oh, the out in Tomball. Tomball—they don't appreciate <laughs> that. I know, I know. And there's Saigon Hustle in garden oaks and i just thought oh
2: i love it you know oh saigon is so good yeah. i'm
1: going to take a tour of all of these places this weekend, report <laughs> <One> weekend. <that. laughs> all right girl
0: i, I want to hear that. i want to hear
1: <laughs> i you shall <laughs> I, oh i like that lisa i'm gonna Lisa. i'm over here writing be right <laughs> like i need to get oh girl we will me. put
0: links in our show notes
1: <laughs> <laughs> Love the links in the show
0: notes, baby <laughs> Alright y'all thank you This was fun This was awesome
2: This was, this was great. fun
0: Great job guys Nice That is it for today Our lead producer is Dina Kespa Farrell Gibbs is our producer And our theme music is by Farrell's band All The Kimonos We will be back on Monday Talk with you then that was good as our blooper. That is a lame blooper. (laughs) There are days when we're just perfect and you don't have a blooper. All right. (laughs) All right.